You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Let's give a hand for God again. Let's give Him praise. Praise God. Praise God. He's worthy. He's mighty. He's awesome. He's powerful. He's wise. He's everything. So can you tell the person beside you, God is everything. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. Is, he, is God the best thing that ever happened to you? Or there's somebody else? <laughs> Welcome to Elevate here at CCF Maine. Can you tell the person beside you? If you don't know the person beside you, say hi and welcome to Elevate. And then all of those who are joining us online, can you please type in, comment, say if you're, it's your first time here, say first. We welcome you all here at Elevate. It's so blessed and so exciting to be with you all. So can you just, um, I don't know if they can see you, but can you shout as loud as you can and say, Welcome to Elevate! Parang, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so welcome everybody who's joining us here and all of those who are joining online, I pray and I'm sure that you will know more about who the, who's the greatest of all time. Can you say, the greatest? Are you excited with our second week of um, GOAT series, right? Everybody's talking about who's the GOAT, right? If you're in basketball, whatever, sports, there's always a GOAT, right? Who among you guys are studying, still in school? Um, have you encountered, um, uh, I'm not sure what grade level or what level in high school does this um, topic in math wherein you were asked, what is the greatest common factor? <laughs> uh, you remember that? Those who were finished with the GCF, right? You're asked, you know, I know Pastor Marty admitted that he loves math, right? He, he, he admitted that, no? So I'm the opposite of Pastor Marty. <laughs> There's no way that I can say I love math. Because I, I don't want to lie. I don't love it. <laughs> Probably the most dreaded subject while in school. That's why I never took anything, a course related that is heavy on math. I took a medical course. Wow. Any medical? <laughs> Any future doctors here? Wow. Future nurses, um, physical therapists, whatever, right? We have... Um, uh, um, uh, practitioners, right? So there's a thing called greatest common factor. For example, if the teacher shows you two set of numbers, maybe um, number 12 or 16, right? Um, you'll, you have to choose what is the, what's common among these two numbers, right? It could be one, uh, two, or four, right? So the, 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 it's common. Those are the common things that you will choose from the set of numbers. But there's a greatest, meaning there's just one. Among the set of numbers, among the options that is given to us that you can discover in the set of numbers, and that's called the greatest common factor. And that's what we're trying to discover today. 
with all the options available for young people today, what is the greatest? What's that one thing that can ultimately change your life in the middle of your ch trials, challenges in life? That's why we do church. That's why we do youth service. That's why we have small groups because we understand that challenges, trials, problems happen all the time. That's why we are interested. That's why we want to discover who God is and how great this love that is available for all of us and how true and effective and how powerful God is. Last week, we talked about what? God's wisdom. We are trying to discover how to come up with, with wise decisions. I, I remember Pastor Marty said that there are wrong things that you can um, get away with, right? There are unnecessary things in life that you can avoid. Avoiding the wrong things. If only we get to know what's true and understand what's the wisdom of, of God is. God is telling you something for the past weeks, starting last week, that the greatest God, the greatest source of wisdom is God. And today, we will talk about the greatest power that you will all experience. Can you say, power? The... Dapat yung talagang may power, hindi yung... When you say power, you say power. Parang when you say you're happy, dapat you're happy. When you say power, you say with power. Power! Yun, di ba? Parang talagang medyo may konting lalabas sa yata sa'yo pag sigaw mo ng power, no? So it's... What I'm trying to say is that when you say something that's from God, when you really know God, there should be an effect. Right? That's why today we will talk about how to stay within that power. How to stay strong in the middle of all the challenges and trials that you are facing. In school, at home, wherever you go, you will face changes. You will experience change. You will experience some form of suffering. Some form of trials. Right? We saw that in the pandemic the past two years. That is happening left and right. A lot of people are getting sick. There will be challenges that you'll face and you will need power. And you need to stay strong in order to not only survive but thrive in life. In order for you to, to experience the purpose that God has called you to experience. What are you living for? What kind of life are you aiming for? Do you know already your purpose in life, your calling? Maybe some of you are still thinking, you know, I'm asking my children, what course will you take? What kind of future are you envisioning yourself to live? You see, today, until that day, you will be experiencing 
a lot of changes, a lot of difficulties, hardships. I'm not trying to scare you, but we are preparing you. We are letting you know that you need to stay strong and you need to stay in Christ in order for you to stay strong. And that's our topic for today. Stay strong, stay in Christ. Are you ready to stay strong? Do you want to stay strong? Right? Diba? Who doesn't want to stay strong? Diba? You, some people are like, you know, uh, yeah, some, maybe you're, you're with your friends, right? And then you're asking them, hey, can you, let's go out. Ah, na lang. Diba? Parang, after a, after a day in school, parang, you know, the, the last thing I want to do is just to stay home. <laughs> Not stay strong. <laughs> but you know, in order for you to stay strong, there must be some things that you'll do or understand in order for you to, to stay strong, to stay powerful, right? You don't, you know, you need food, right? Who doesn't need food? We all need food to stay energetic. That's for your physical body. But how about your spirit? Is your spirit alive today? Is your spirit strong today? Maybe you can say, I'm strong physically, but deep inside, we're hurting. We're in pain. You know, sometimes you don't understand yourself. Do you experience that? You wake up and you don't feel like going to school. Have you experienced that? And you will continue to experience that when you're working. Sometimes I felt like when I was still working, ah, Monday, work. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, classes. Oh, algebra. Calculus. Chemistry. Oh, no. Where can I get power to understand all of these things? You have to stay strong. And in order for you to stay strong, you need to stay in the source of power. God. Stay strong. Stay in Christ. There's a thing called, um, th did you know that there's a thing called the world's strongest man? A competition that measures the strength of people, humans. I haven't seen a strongest woman yet, but I'm not sure if there's a woman, maybe Heidi Lin, I don't know. But um, we have Heidi Lin Diaz, right? Gold medal, woo! Strong woman, right? But there's a thing called strongest man competition. They can lift 700 pounds with just one lifting, physical strength. The competition showcases human power, human strength, right? It shows that, you know, the capacity, the potential that a human being can achieve physically. But the Bible also showed us that there were, there were strong men who displayed strength and power. Just, just a few examples. Jacob, right? Wrestled with God, right? MMA. He's the first MMA athlete, diba? Artist uh, I've, I've seen who wrestled not only with um, uh, McGregor, but God himself, right? He wrestled with God. Showed strength, but God the limp. Right? And then there's Samson. You know Samson? Right? Thought he's, he can do everything, but ended up 
dying tragically, who is too confident with what he can do, but forgetting that his strength really comes from God. Sometimes we're like that. We thought we can face everything. We thought that I'm okay without anything, but only to find out that, you know, we need God. There's Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. He's a, another strong figure in the Bible, in the Old Testament. But we understood and we learned that Jeremiah, through his faith, exercised power. Right? He weeps, yes, but he's strong when he's with God. You see, we have no chance against God's power. This only demonstrates to us that how important God in our lives, right? God is important. We need God. And today we will discover that we need God's power to be, to be alive. Moment by moment dependence on God's power. We understand, we discover that even the most powerful man who ever lived needs God. Samson, Jacob, all of these great men and women in the past, they need God. And we saw that in their lives. We see, we saw how powerful God is, right? In fact, do you know how powerful God is? Do you know how powerful God is? Well, He just created the heavens and the earth, right? <laughs> uh, maybe you're creating something, right? Do you have a project at school. Imagine the power that it requires you to concentrate just to come up with a paper, just to come up with your projects. Just imagine the power of God. We know that in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. From the very start, the first book, the, verse, the first chapter, the first verse the Bible, of the Bible, God is reminding all of us that we need to start with God because He is the source of power. He is Almighty God. He is om omnipotent. That's, that's how we theologically describe God. Maybe you've heard of that term, omnipotent. You've, you've heard of that term? Omnipotent, all-powerful, everything, superior, Matchless, almighty, no equal, omnipotent God. So, but, but sometimes we tend to act like we have the power. We need to stop acting like gods and masters of our own lives. We need to go back and understand that there's a God who is all-powerful and I need the power of God. Instead of acting like gods and masters of our lives, we must begin, starting today, to trust and follow the creator of our lives. Someone created the heavens and the earth. God created the universe. God created you and me. Remember this, in the beginning, God we must start with God. We must acknowledge God in everything that we do. Have you seen this picture? Maybe some of you did, browsing in the internet, right? This is called the cosmic cliffs, right? 
There are so much unknown in the universe. But with what we are seeing about, some scientists say, what we can see now is just 5% of what God actually created. There is still 95% unseen. And with just a small fraction of what we are already discovering, we ain't seen nothing yet. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, tell the person beside you, stay there. God will show you something. Fasten your seatbelt. You're in for a ride. <laughs> God will surprise you. You see, with all the discoveries that man achieved, we ain't seen nothing yet. You, we, we need to see the, the, the grandness, the power of God. And we need to start lifting our eyes on God. In Isaiah 40, 26, it says, Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created the stars. The one who leads forth their host by number, he calls them all by name. Because of the greatness of his might and the strength of his power, not one of them is missing. Did you, did you catch that? Did you caught that, right? Who has created these stars? That cosmic clips. The sun, the moon, the planets, the galaxies, billions of galaxies, trillions of stars. God created them all. God is demonstrating His power and influence to you right now. Without God, human strength is meaningless. Are you trying to survive based on your strength? Who among you here can say, I just need myself to live? Right? You're still living with your parents, right? Some of you, most of you, you're still with your dad. Can you go to school without your mom and your dad? Yes? Pwede. You can. Without the baon? See? <laughs> yes, I can go to school! <laughs> Only to find out, I need, I need you pala, mommy, daddy. <laughs> I can do this by myself. I don't need you. Me, I need to pay the tuition. Mommy, I don't need you. Daddy, I don't need you. Mommy, we have a project pala. I need 250. I don't need you. I can live by myself. Mommy, we have to go to this, ano pala, um, um, you know, we'll have a trip. You see, sometimes we say we can, but you really cannot. We just have to admit that we need our parents. You need your parents. But ultimately, we all need God. We just need to humble ourselves that we need help. That human strength, our own strength is not enough. We need the one who provides the strength, and that is God. You see, man has made scientific advances and even traveled to the moon, but never fully grasped the complexities of human life. Scientists are still discovering, studying how the brain works. 
Meaning, people still don't understand people. In order for people to understand themselves, they need to know who God is first in their lives so that at least understand how we feel. We need God. When life becomes difficult, we must run toward God rather than away from God. Naturally, when we experience problems, we, what? Our tendency is to run away. Shame, guilt. We turn away from God, but we must run toward Him. That's how the world influences people. You don't need God. You need yourself. You are the captain of your soul. No, that's wrong. We are not. God is a sovereign, powerful creator, the master of our lives, the creator of the universe. He is in control. God is seated at the throne. We need God. We need His love. We need Jesus. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because the power to solve our problems belongs to God Himself. God has the power to solve our problems. I will just give you three things later, but I want to ask you this question. How do I maintain my strength in the face of life's difficulties? How? How do you stay strong? How do you maintain your strength? Who among you guys goes to the gym? Right? Some of you maybe, right? Do push-ups, right? 100 push-ups, a lot of these um, videos in YouTube, right? Teaching you, you need 100 push-ups, the right kind, right? So you'll be like Saitama, no? But be careful, you might get bald, right? So, but you'll have super, super human strength, right? So how do I maintain the strength, my strength? How do I can stay, how can I stay strong in the face, in, amid all the life's um, challenges, the difficulties that life is throwing at us? Let's read this verse in 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 to 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the, for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. What does this passage tell us? That our struggles are primarily spiritual, not just physical. Though you need to become strong physically, it's okay to do push-ups. It's okay to achieve superhuman strength. Maybe some of you will apply for the strongest man competition. Get, and, uh, get um, all of those strength physically. But you must remember that on earth, we're not just battling life Life's battles physically. We are in a spiritual battle. Dark forces. I hope that's clear with you guys. We are not against or fighting against flesh and blood. So when somebody hurts you physically, you don't have to retaliate physically. Right? Someone punched you. I have to punch him harder. Someone kicked you. I have to kick the person harder. No. Because the battle is not against flesh and blood. Something's going on with that person who punched and kicked you. Deeper problem. 
That's why we see people like killing people out of anger because there's a deeper problem. And that deeper problem is spiritual because we are battling dark forces on earth. That's why we need God's power through the Holy Spirit. For today, I just want you to understand three things. To win our battles, we must rely on God's power. To win our battles, we must trust this plan. To win our battles, we must stay fully obedient, understanding that the battle is not, cannot be won by human strength alone. We need supernatural strength that comes from God, understanding that the battle is not just, it's not primarily physical, but spiritual. Tell your, the person beside you all online, the battle is spiritual. Tell the person beside you, your enemy is invisible. And then the person says, I can see you. <laughs> You're the enemy, I can see you. <laughs> For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6, 12. It's so important to understand that sometimes people struggle even though they try to be good because there's an enemy who tries to destroy you. Even if you try to be a good person, that will be impossible because you need God. We cannot be good by just being good, by doing good. We need supernatural strength that comes from God. That's true. I hope that's not new to you and maybe for those of you who are here for the first time, what are you talking about, supernatural? I'm talking about the invisible God who sent His Son, Jesus Christ, because of His great love for you and me. He understands that we cannot do it alone. That's why when Jesus Christ came, He didn't just left us after His death on the cross. He was resurrected and said, right, before that crucifixion, He said that I will not leave you as orphans. You will receive the Helper. That is the Holy Spirit. So you will get power. Not, but not from anywhere else. Not by doing good. Not by going to the gym. Not by drinking supplements. Not by eating the right diet. Well, that can help you physically. But there's something more. You need something more. That is Jesus, the Holy Spirit. You need to be intimate with God. Are you intimate with the Lord today? Are you intimate? Are you intimate with the Lord or you're with your screens? Who, are your, who is your best friend? Do you have a best friend? Yeah, we do, right? We do have like close friends. But I pray that you are also close with God. We must stay intimate with God. In order to stay strong in Christ, in order for us to stay strong, we need to stay intimate with God. Number one, to win our battles, we must rely on God's power. In Jeremiah 32, 17 and 27, it says, 
Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too difficult for me? Are you going through a difficult situation right now? God is telling you this. He is God. He is in control and He's telling you this. Is there anything too difficult for me? Are you, sa Tagalog, ini-small mo ba ako? Right? Don't small me. <laughs> Wrong grammar, ano? <laughs> Don't small me. You see, in Luke 1.37, it says, For nothing will be impossible with God. Are, are you in an impossible situation today? You think no one can help you. You think you are in deep trouble. Let me remind you of this. There's a power available. God is reminding you this. Nothing is too difficult for me. Nothing is impossible with me. You just have to put your faith in me. Right? To win our battles, we must trust His plan. For the Lord of hosts has planned, and who can frustrate it? And as for His stretched out hand, who can turn it back? Trust, rely on His power, trust His plan. Job 26.14 says, Behold, these are the fringes of His ways, and how faint a word we hear of Him. But His mighty thunder, who can understand? He's powerful. Psalm 91, 1-2 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of, his, of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. I love this verse, right? It says, when we are with God, we, when, we are, when we're trusting His plan, we are in the refuge of God. Did you, did you see that word fortress, right? In your mobile games, you build your fortress. You defend your fortress. You make your fortress strong, right? So that you won't be infiltrated by the enemy. That's the game. But how about your life? How about your minds right now? What kind of fortress, what kind of defense are you building around your life today? Do you think the enemy cannot penetrate your life right now? So uh, let's make it practical. When you open your phones, who among you guys doesn't have phones yet? Raise your, you don't have phones of your own, right? Really? That's rare. <laughs> I see young children having their own tablets, right? How do you defend yourself or at least protect your eyes from what you see online? How do you do that? How do you, when you open your laptop, when you open your social media, when you open your browsers, how are you defending your life against the threats 
of the enemy. When we understand that the battle is not just physical, it's also spiritual. That dark forces, wicked people are trying to steal something from you. Did you know that a lot of people are trying to steal a lot from, from others? I'm getting a lot of scam texts, scam, scam emails, trying to steal money. But a lot of the things going on around us, they're not just after your money. They are after your purity. They are after your life. They are after your future. The enemy's job is to let you know that you are defeated. Remind you of your sins. Tell you that there's no hope. Diba, you did that yesterday. Yeah, you're a sinner. So don't go to church. Diba, you're lying. Oh, that's okay. Don't, don't attend your small group anymore. Someone is inviting you. Don't go na. Banal lang sila doon. They're the holy ones. You, you're not holy. Continue with your sin. Right? What kind of conversations do you have among your friends? What kind of messages are you exchanging today? What kind of pictures are you exchanging with your friends? What kind of conversations are you having? But God is telling you this. He is our refuge. He is our fortress. I will put my trust in you. To win the battles of life, you must rely on His power. Right? We know that. You believe God is powerful, right? We established that. He is the creator of the universe. No one can match that. To win the battles of life, we must trust His plan. He has a plan for you. And to win our battles, we must stay fully obedient. Now, this is getting harder, right? I will trust you, Lord. I will rely on you, but it's hard to obey. It's hard to obey. Who, is, who among you guys here are obedient to their parents? Yeah! Woo-hoo! Obedient students, praise God, right? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. I try to obey sometimes. But to win the battles in life, we must fully and stay fully obedient. There's a good verse for that in John 15, 1-2. It says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, He prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. Verse 4 and 5 makes interesting, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me, God, and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Why? Why do we need to understand that apart from God, we cannot do anything? That's why why we need to understand to fully abide, fully obey, because without God, life will be meaningless, powerless. 
It's like having your cell phone with no battery. It's like having a laptop with no internet. Can you imagine life without internet? I can't imagine life without internet. It's like we're dead. Before, when I was younger, if we, do, if we don't have water, it means like life is, we don't have electricity. That's a boring life. That's why I learned how to play the guitar. Because in my childhood days, that was a time when there was always brownouts. <laughs> so there's nothing else to do but to play the guitar and learn. But imagine your life without internet, without data. Wow, no data. No one can, some, some youth are like, oh, I can't breathe, no data, no internet. Imagine life without the source of power, God. Imagine fighting the difficulties in life. Deuteronomy 10, 17 says, For the Lord your God is the God of gods and the Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God who does not show partiality nor take a bribe. bribe. Imagine this. He's the God of gods. Just like going back to that sample, right, that, that, that illustration of the greatest common factor, there will be other options. You know, sometimes when taking a multiple, um, multiple type of exam, it seems like all of the, the options are correct, but there's just one perfect answer. Have you experienced that? It seems like this is right. Letter A is okay. B is puede. See, it's like, yeah, it makes sense. And D, all of the, all of the above na lang. You know, sometimes we're like that in life. In order for us not to make any mistakes, we'll try everything. But there's just a perfect op option. The God of all gods. There's just one God. There is just one Lord. And that God and Lord is the greatest, the mightiest, the awesome God who loves you. In 1 Chronicles 29.11, it says, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Indeed, everything that is in the heavens and the earth, yours is the dominion, O Lord. And you exalt yourself as head. Over all, the only one, the head over all. Isaiah 40, 25, to whom then will you liken me that I would be his equal, says the only one. God is telling, telling all of us here that I'm matchless. There's no equal. That's why we can say God is omnipotent. All-powerful because God has no equal. There could be options that seems right, but something is, there's one thing that is the greatest. You must know who is the goat when it comes to your love life. You must understand who is the goat when choosing your boyfriend. Or choosing or entertaining one. 
or considering to answer one. Before I say yes to you, I must know first that you love God more than me. Wow. Do you, do, do, do you say that? Do you know that? Do you know that? Girls? If you are, if you have a crush, and your crush has a crush on you, kayo na. Tayo na yun. Kami na, automatic na yung pastor kami na. <laughs> crush niya na ako eh. You know, when it comes to relationships, your relationship will only succeed if Jesus Christ is at the center. Even in a marriage relationship, I'm married, right? The only reason I'm still married, <laughs> I'm still with my wife, is because of the greatest of all time. That is God. In order for you to be successful in your studies, in your life, you must have the GOAT, the greatest of all time, which is God. No one else. There are no other options because He is the one who gives strength to the weary and to him who lacks might, He increases power. Isaiah 40, 29. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly. Stay strong with Christ if you want to finish strong in life. Because great is our Lord and abundant in strength. His understanding is infinite. Psalm 147 verse 5. Do you want to finish strong with the Lord? Do you want to stay strong? Do you want to stay in Christ? It, we're reminded in Ephesians 6.10, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Be strong. Stay strong if you'll stay in Christ. In Psalm 8.3-4, it says, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you take thought of him and the son of man that you care for him? Have you thought of it? Who am I that this God loves me? Who am I, a sinner, that God continues to show favor on me? Now, what if a question like this, I want to ask you this question. Who among you are tired, physically tired? Tired, right? Studying, memorizing, tired, tired of browsing. <laughs> Are you tired of relying on your own strength to get through life? You know what? If you're tired, remember, God cares for you. And that God who cares for you is a powerful creator of the universe. He is just waiting for you to come home. He's waiting for you. Maybe you're, you're tired. Maybe you don't deserve. You know you don't deserve these problems. Maybe you try to be good, but still, there are still problems that gets in you, that affects you. You didn't choose your families, right? You didn't choose your parents. I, I saw one time this, this young person suing his parents. Why? Because he said, I didn't choose to be born. 
And I don't choose to be alive today. That's why I'm suing you. You know what? We, there are things in life that just happens. But remember this. God is in control. There are things that are, we don't understand. We don't have an answer. But we need to go to God to find the answer. The first thing that God will give you, sometimes it's not the answers. The first thing that God will give you when you come to Him is this, peace. That in order for you to understand the difficulties of life, when you understand that the power belongs to God, not from you, that you will live in peace. That you can live with a purpose. You know, I want to use the word, the, the statement, rest in peace. You know, we don't, I, I, I believe that's for, uh, for people who are still alive. Because dead people don't need peace, they're already dead. Uh, people who are alive need peace. You need peace, I need peace, and we all need rest, right? So it's not wrong to say, Lord, I want to rest in peace. It's funny because you just see that in cemeteries. But God wants to give you rest in the middle of the chaos. God wants to give you peace in the middle of the problems. You just have to believe and trust and rely and fully obey Him in order for you to understand the power of God. Remember this, God cares for you. God cares for you. Tell it to the person beside you, God cares for you. And you can access His power to assist you through life when you accept His love. He loves empowering you because He loves you. Do you want to accept the power of God today? You must accept His love first. You must come into a relationship with Him first. Maybe this, there are some of you here who are here for the first time and maybe there are some online who are hearing this message for the first time. Is there anyone in this place who has not yet put their faith in God? I want to give you this opportunity to put your faith in God today. Is there anyone here who want to live a life trusting God? And I want to experience that power that you're telling me, God. Is there anyone here? Yeah, raise your hands. If you want to put your faith in God, come on. Come on, don't be shy. Raise your hands. Come on. All right. And if you are that person who raised your hand, is it okay if I ask you to stand up? Please, stand up. And then maybe to those who already accepted Christ, can you just extend your hand to the person near you? And we will pray for them. We will pray for them right now. Those who are standing, close your eyes. Maybe you are watching online and you want to accept Jesus as your Savior and as your God so you can experience the power. I want you to also close your eyes and bow down your heads right now and repeat this prayer after me. Dear God, I accept your love today. Forgive me of all my sins. Starting today, I will fully rely on your power, trust your plans, and stay obedient to you. Thank you for the free gift of salvation and eternal life. 
Thank you for a new beginning. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. And here's the promise. You may be seated. Here's the promise. When you accepted Christ, you received the power. The power that comes from the Holy Spirit. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And here's the thing. To those who are in a relationship with God, to those who will receive the power from God through the Holy Spirit, that comes with a purpose. For us to become witness to your friends, to your classmates, to your family, to the world. So next week, I hope to see you all again. And I hope you can invite your friends. Is that okay with you guys? Let's all stand and let's all pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this young men and women of God. We thank you for the opportunity that you gave us to worship you, to experience your love, to experience salvation, to experience your power, to overcome trials, testings, to be successful in our studies, in our life, for our future, all for your glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. We'd love to stay connected with you, so make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.